Hey guys, it's Simi, and this is Pro Wrestling Unlimited, as we are here on the 28th of January, 2022, to talk about everything that went down tonight on Friday Night Smackdown. And I do have to say, I enjoyed tonight's Smackdown. I thought the show flowed really well. It didn't drag anywhere. I mean, the opening segment kind of dragged a little, and the Sonya-Naomi match could have been maybe just a smidge shorter. But other than that, but the show was pretty good. And by the time we got to Roman and, and Seth in the main event with 15 minutes left in the show, I looked down and I go, oh, okay. I didn't realize we're already towards the end of the show. So that's always a good thing when the show comes towards the end and you can say, oh man, wow, we're already at the end. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Remember, if you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out either by hitting that donate button down below or donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription, just like Rosario9248 recently did, or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime, because if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. All you gotta do is take that Amazon Prime account, whether it's Prime Shipping or Prime Video. Take that Amazon, or that Twitch account, link them together, bada bing, bada boom, you've got Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming always gives you a lot of cool things, like free games <clears throat> right now. One of the be the top free game right now is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, but only for three more days. And then they put new games up for free at the beginning of the month, which is next week. Next Tuesday, I want to say. Tuesday is February 1st. But you also get free things for games like Grand Theft Auto Online, Valorant, New World, Fall Guys, and so much more. But the one thing that never changes that you always get one free subscription to any which channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month, and I greatly appreciate it if you subscribe right here for Wrestling Unlimited. But on the flip side, if you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out over there with a super chat or a super sticker donation. All super chats do get read live on the air. Plus, you can hit that join button down below to support us and become a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access to podcasts, early access to non-news videos, and so much more. But if you want to get all of that, but even more directly support us, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Also, guys, remember, head over to the Epic Game Store. At the Epic Game Store, if you're buying a game like Rainbow Six Extraction or Guardians of the Galaxy, claiming the free games, or in the launchers for Fortnite or Rocket League, then I ask you if you have a creator code, and you do. It's creator code PWUnlimited. Use that code at checkout, and you'll be supporting us we'll get a little bit of that money that you're paying for whatever it is you're buying. Also, we do have a new TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at PW Unlimited. Go over there, follow the TikTok. I'm going to try and keep that updated with new TikToks every day or every other day. Maybe it'll be clips from the podcast. Maybe it'll be something like I put up today asking you guys a question. If Ronda Rousey is in the Royal Rumble tomorrow, what number do you think she enters at? 1? 30? 15? Over there, check the TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at PW Unlimited. I'm going to try and put more content up there regularly, but we've got SmackDown to talk about. So let's jump in, talk about SmackDown from Kansas City, Missouri. But first, I do want to say thank you to Silent by Deadly. 
for the super sticker donation. Really do appreciate that one. But as we go forward, the show opened up with Charlotte Flair. And this was just an overbooked, overdone, drawn-out segment just for them to say, hey, look, Sasha's cleared, and she's going to be in the Rumble. My opinion, Sasha should have been saved as a surprise. I think they should have saved Sasha as a surprise. But Sasha Banks, no, Charlotte Flair, the SmackDown Women's Champion, comes out, makes her way down to the ring, and Flair promised to win the Women's Royal Rumble match tomorrow night. Also remember, guys, tomorrow night, not Sunday. I'll be here reviewing it. We should have Baby Huey from In the Click with us as well reviewing the show. Would be Will be a good time. So, Charlotte noted that it's impossible to prepare for the surprises, returns, and betrayals. Clark claimed that she could have waited until WrestleMania, but she wants to take control of her destiny and her fate. Doesn't want to leave it up to anybody else, and that's why she's entering the Rumble. Claire promised to change the game tomorrow night when she wins the Rumble and chooses her own opponent for WrestleMania. Suddenly, out will come Shayna Baszler with new music. I didn't quite hear it that well, so I can't comment on the new music just yet. Commentary did note that, uh, or McAfee noted, that he is scared, scared to hell of Shayna Baszler. Baszler made her way down to the ring because Charlotte, Charlotte's already taller than Shayna, but then she had on these like five inch heels or whatever. So she towered over Shayna. And Baszler promised if it came down to the two of them, she had to snap Flair like a twig. Promised to win the Rumble and then challenge Flair at WrestleMania, giving her plenty of time to heal up before their big match. So next out would be Aaliyah. Aaliyah's music would hit. She walks down to the ring wearing an Aaliyah 317 shirt. Yeah, Aaliyah 317 because she's got the record for the fastest win when she beat Natty in 3 minutes and 17 seconds. 317. Like, really? Really? She's excited for her first Royal Rumble match and wasn't sure if she was able to just walk out and talk like she is. But she said, hey, it looks like Anybody can just come out here and talk. So she said, why not? Flair acted like she didn't know who Aaliyah was. Aaliyah bragged about setting the record for having the fastest win in WWE history. When then out would come, the woman she beat for that record, Natalia. Natalia interrupted and made fun of Aaliyah. She noted that she's a three-time Guinness World Record holder. Like, I don't know why she had to say it like that. She then promised that she would be the one throwing Aaliyah out of the Rumble. Out would then come Shotzi and said that she would steal the spotlight tomorrow night when she enters the Royal Rumble. Not only would she enter, but she'll win. Flair then became very frustrated. It was like, no, 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 no. Nobody in this ring, nobody in this building, nobody in this company can beat me, can win the Rumble, or is better than me, no, no, no. And then the music of Sasha Banks would hit. Sasha's music would play as we hear Pat McAfee yell, oh, well, Sasha's coming out here just to remind Charlotte Flair who's all in this building tonight. Fans broke out in a loud Sasha chant. She then came down to the ring, grabbed a mic and said, who's ready to rumble? Basically confirming she will be in the Royal Rumble tomorrow. Fans popped big for Rousey, or not Rousey, but um, I got Ronda Rousey on the brain. For Sasha, basically confirming she will be in the Rumble. Um, suddenly everyone starts brawling. 
as Banks just watched from the apron with Flair in the corner. Aaliyah sent Natty and Baszler out of the ring. Flair then rocked Aaliyah with a boot and threw her out. Banks and Flair then had a brief stare down before Flair tried to boot Banks. Banks caught the boot, kicked her, threw her out of the ring, and that's how the segment ended. I think it was overbooked. Too many people coming in and out, doing whatever, whatever, and yeah. I just think it was a little too much. So then recapped uh, Ricochet breaking Ridge Holland's nose at day one. In the back, Megan Morant interviewed Ridge Holland and Sheamus for their upcoming tag match. Holland and Sheamus promised to defeat Ricochet and Cesaro tonight. Sheamus then said that he has something for Holland and there's a protective, a protective mask because of his busted nose. Sheamus knows a thing or two about protecting your nose. On commentary, Michael Cole mentioned that it's Seamus' birthday. McAfee wished Seamus a happy birthday as he walked by the commentary table. Seamus hit the table, and McAfee apologized. I thought that was pretty funny. So, match starts off, and it's Cesaro and Seamus. Cesaro got a headlock on Seamus, but he broke free. Holland's uh, mask didn't seem to fit, and he had a hard time keeping it on throughout this match. Ricochet sent Holland to the floor and hit a huge flip dive. Holland was a bit out of place, and Ricochet crashed on the floor. Very uncommon for Ricochet to miss a dive like this. After commercial break, the heels were firmly in control. Holland took over during the commercial break with a shoulder tackle. Holland continued to beat down Ricochet, and Ricochet fought back with a moonsault off the middle rope. Cesaro and Sheamus both got the tag at the same time, Cesaro rocked Sheamus with a middle rope springboard uppercut, then hit a running uppercut against the barricade at ringside. Cesaro then hit a flying crossbody on Sheamus to get a near fall. Sheamus went for the Irish Curse backbreaker, and Cesaro countered into a small package for a near fall. Sheamus then rocked Ricochet with a jumping knee that looked really good. Cesaro then went for the big swing, but Holland made the blind tag. Holland rocked Cesaro with a headbutt wearing the mask, which knocked him out. He then hit the Northern Lights, the Northern Grit, and picked up the victory. So, cool. Also, Thomas here says, uh, posters are hung all around St. Louis, kind of like WrestleMania. Well, they've done that for many years for the Royal Rumble. They come in a couple days before the Royal Rumble, and they hang the, the light pole banners and everything, and the posters, and this and that. They do it for Royal Rumble. They always do it for SummerSlam, and they always do it for WrestleMania. So that's nothing new, Thomas. Um, they then recapped Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens beating the Usos last week on SmackDown with the Usos being banned from ringside tomorrow night. Also, I was told Kevin Owens was backstage tonight. My cool and Pat McAfee discussed the Rumble for tomorrow before they went to the numbers video. All about the numbers. Got the video that noted that Bianca Belair would be the first superstar in 24 years to go back-to-back winning the Royal Rumble, first woman to do it, and it would be the first person to do it since Steve Austin 24 years ago. They also stated that Steve Austin's the only person to win three times, and I think Shawn Michaels and Hogan are the only other two people to win back-to-back. Next up, we had Naomi versus Sonya Deville. Interesting, before the match started, we see Sonya with the referee in the back, and she's like telling him, I'm the boss. 
you got to listen to me. If I tell you to do something in this match, you have to do it. And he goes, I understand that. But respectfully, I will be calling this match straight down the middle. I will call it fair for either opponent. And so you got a little perturbed. So Naomi and DeVille go face-to-face in the ring. Angler went over to, in, to give the instructions and promised to call this match down the middle once again. DeVille still didn't like hearing that. Was a little upset that she couldn't persuade him as the boss. The boss. DeVille had the early advantage after stalling several times. The match started slow. They had a chin lock early. Naomi fought back with a tilt-a-whirl head scissors. And the match really got going. And Sonya DeVille had an actual match. Her first match since SummerSlam 2020. Wild. I think it's 2020. SummerSlam 2020. Give me two seconds to double-check that. SummerSlam. Or if someone can confirm that for me in the chat. SummerSlam 2020. Yeah. SummerSlam 2020. Mandy Rose beats Sonya Deville. Yep. So Deville briefly regained control and scored a near fall. Deville then yelled at Angler because he didn't count fast enough. Naomi fought back with a standing drop kick. She attempted a sliding drop kick, but Deville caught her and hit an inverted draping DDT. Back from the break, Deville hit a spine buster for a near fall. Naomi jumped and rocked Deville with a kick straight to the head. Naomi ran wild and drove Deville into the middle turnbuckle. Naomi kicked Deville again and hit a flying crossbody for a two. Fans then broke out in a, a brief Naomi chant. Deville then drove Naomi into the corner to take over the control. She then gave Naomi a suplex, but slammed her. Slammed her on her back for a near fall. McAfee had to explain that move to Michael Cole, which is kind of weird. Naomi then fought back and just sit out full Nelson bomb for a near fall. Deville then poked Naomi in the eyes and rolled her up with the tights for another near fall. The finish then came when Naomi hit the rear view, split-legged moonsault, and picked up the victory. Then the post-match stuff wasn't all that great. I don't know if Naomi just was too hyped up after the win or something, but she was not good on the microphone here. I'm going to say it right now. Sonya's slowly walking back to the back up the ramp. She stops at the top. Naomi grabs the microphone. and She's like jumping around. Yeah, I won, and we're going to do good in the Rumble tomorrow too. Like, Mike, calm down. Get you're excited, but calm down a little bit. Like she was just like on something. I'm, I'm not saying she's on something, but it's like the, the phrase. You know, she's on something. She's going a mile a minute talking, and she's like, "We're gonna come out here. We're gonna do well, and tomorrow we're gonna win the Royal Rumble." And I'm like, "Whoa, calm down, girl. Calm down." So she's mocking Sonya Deville and says, "This is this win's a long time coming. It's been a hundred and something odd days." from the first time she challenged Sonya till she got the match tonight. And then Sonya goes to leave. She's like, comes back. She's got her jacket on. She's like, I'm an official now. And, and I'm not going to let you enter the Rumble with, without a surprise entrant tomorrow. Me, Sonya Deville. And I go, okay, cool. Cool. Sonya's going to be in the Rumble. All right. I thought she was going to announce somebody we weren't or were expecting. Maybe like a page, an old friend, Mandy Rose. In the back, Kayla Braxton interviewed the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos. She asked him about being banned from the Universal title match tomorrow. And they said, don't worry about it. Roman, he's going to beat Seth with or without our help. Up with then come the Viking Raiders. Jimmy mocked them for having feasts 
and smelling bad. Raiders then pulled out some axes and basically threatened to chop up the Usos with said axes. I assumed maybe, or I thought, they would like announce this as the pre-show match tomorrow. But they haven't. They haven't announced anything for the pre-show. <clears throat> we don't know if it's a one-hour or two-hour pre-show either. We should check Peacock for that. And yeah, I mean, the Viking Raiders are the number one contender, so why not say, hey, they're also going to challenge tomorrow at the Royal Rumble for the tag team titles. Next up, we got Inzane. Where Sami Zayn said that, you know, he can't do the wacky stunts anymore. So now, Inzane is a live podcast. And he had Jinder Mahal and Shanky there as the guests. And they had like two microphones set up, like a podcast deal, whatever. And so he interviews the two of them. Inzane noted that he had to change up the format a little and this and that. And pointed out that Mahal and Shanky will be taking on Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs here in a little while. Zane noted that he deserves a title shot still from Nakamura, who's been ducking him. No, Nakamura's just been injured. Mahal would try to speak, and Sammy would cut him off. But, like, the show improved with changes. Because, I mean, Sammy doing the stunt stuff was all right, but this was more in Sammy's lane, I guess you could say. Him on the microphone. And then called Johnny Knoxville out and said that he ruined his previous show. Fans broke out in a brief uh, Johnny chant. Zane then assumed that Shanky had never heard of Jackass. And Mahal goes, oh no, that stuff's pretty big in India. And Shanky said, he loves bungee porta potty stunts. Out would then come Rick Boogs. Here on the stage, did his own insurance for Nakamura. And then out would come Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs to the ring. Zane got in Nakamura's face, so Nakamura kicked him in the face. And then we had a tag match that went about three minutes long. IC champ Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs against Jinder Mahal and Shanky. Match was fine. Three minutes was good for this match. Didn't need to be any longer. And I'm glad it wasn't much shorter. Much shorter than it would have been like, eh, what was this for? But I think three minutes was perfect for what this match needed to be. Match started out during the break and Zayn joined commentary and was mad at McAfee because he's always a cheerleader for Nakamura and Boogs. Boogs and Shanky fought in the middle of the ring and Boogs powered Shanky and gave him a suplex. Boogs tried to tag in Nakamura, but Sammy had pulled him off the apron. Mahal then jumped to Boogs from behind, but that just fired up Boogs. He ran wild and knocked Mahal out of the ring. The finish of the match then came when Boogs knocked Shanky down with a shoulder tackle. He then gave Shanky the Boogs cruise and picked up the victory. So, cool. Big win here for Shinsuke Nakamura and, Shane, or, and Boogs. Boogs gets the pin, which is really good. It's really good to see them giving the pin to Boogs, not being like, well, Nakamura's the established guy. Nakamura's the champion. Let's get him the, pick, the, the pin. No, give it to Boogs. He needs it. So in the back, Caleb Braxton interviewed Kofi Kingston and Big E. Um, they promised to win the Royal Rumble tomorrow. And they even said, Kayla said, Kofi, are you happy that Big E is officially back on SmackDown? So does that mean Big E's no longer a Raw superstar? I'm going to check this really fast. WWE.com. If you remember, as the WWE champion, Big E was the number two pick in the entire draft. Night one, number two. But let's go to WWE.com really fast. Big E is still listed on their website as Raw. We'll see. But Kayla did say, are you excited that Big E is officially back on SmackDown? 
So we don't have full clarification of if that means he's no longer on Raw, but we'll see. He then noted that, you know, if one of them wins, they all win. And they recapped Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss, injuring Drew McIntyre. Also, Michael Cole did state Drew McIntyre will not need to undergo surgery, but there is no timetable yet for when he can return. So good to hear, but still not great because they don't know how long he's going to be out. Then we had a seven-minute match. It was the New Day versus Corbin and Madcap. And this match was fine. Picked up towards the end, but eh, whatever early on. So the heels had the early advantage after Corbin hit a Spanish or a splash in the corner. Kingston fought back and hit a standing drop kick. He climbed to the top rope and hit a trust fall dive, but the heels caught him. They then threw Kingston into the ring post. After a commercial break, the heels were firmly in control as they beat down Kingston. Biggie got the hot tag and ran wild. He gave Corbin two belly-to-belly suplexes. He followed this up with the Uranage. Corbin then went for the around-the-ring post clothesline, but Big E hit a belly-to-belly suplex instead. The heels then recovered, and Corbin hit a deep six for a near fall. They set up for another big move, but Big E pulled Corbin out of the ring and threw him into the steps. New Day then hit the midnight hour on Madcap Moss, and picked up the victory. They stated this was the first time that Kofi, which I don't think is true, unless it's just in singles tag, like regular tag action, that's the first time Kofi has tagged with Big E in 18 months. But I could have swore they did a six-man on Raw late last year. So maybe they meant first, like, you know, regular tag match. Not six-man, but regular two-on-two. Then go to our main event segment. About 45 minutes left in the show. And this was both good and bad. So it was a face-to-face deal with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. And the reason I call this bad, because it just felt weird. Roman and Seth did not come off, that's the word I'm looking for, not genuine, but like they didn't come off real. They both felt like guys playing a character, reading lines. Because the way they like were enunciating every word and pausing between almost every word. And the way Roman was like, I'm in God mode. And then Seth would be like, well, you remember <laughs> when I hit you with that chair? <laughs> that chair, that was all <laughs> just calculated. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> but in the end, <laughs> it really helped you. And I'm like, no, you're not the Joker, Seth Rollins. Roman, you need to, I don't know. This, this just felt off to me. Usually they're both fantastic on the microphone, but it just felt a little too overacted in my opinion. Roman made his entrance first as the champion. Cole noted only four people have held the world title in WWE longer than Roman Reigns. Pedro Morales, Bob Backlund, Hulk Hogan, and Bruno San Martino. Cole added that Reigns has come out here without the Usos tonight, and they won't be there tomorrow as well. Rollins and Reigns got big reactions from the crowd, and then Rollins said, Kansas City! acknowledge me. And they did. They cheered loudly for Roman Reigns. And I'll tell you right now, by the end of this segment, Seth was the definitive heel in this program. Roman was the baby face they were trying to get sympathy for. Rollins thanked Reigns for interfering last week and doing his job for him as far as winning, get, helping him win the match and ban the Usos at the Royal Rumble. Rollins goes, or Reigns said, you know, I would have rather done that and had them banned than them get beat by you and disgrace our family. 
Like, I didn't want to bring shame to the family. Reigns goes, and I'm not worried about not having them there. I'm in God mode. Rollins didn't discuss their past, stating that, you know, if you're worried about them bringing shame to the family, well, what have you done? Because I've beat you every time it counted. Remember in the past when I had the biggest cash-in of all time, WrestleMania, I beat you. Remember when I broke up the shield? Remember when I made my return from a career, almost career-ending knee injury? Who did I beat in my first match back for the title? Oh, yeah, that was you. The Roman's kind of standing there. He was speechless. Reigns laughed at him. Reigns admitted that I never forgave you for what you did to us. I hate you. And Rollins said that Reigns is a joke. And so is the bloodline. So is his cousins, his father, his uncle, his entire family are nothing but jokes and disgraces. Reigns would then become angry and lose his cool and shove Seth Rollins. Reigns then tried to hit the Superman punch. Rollins ducked it, even though Reigns tried from behind. Rollins rolls out of the ring and walked off laughing as we saw a very frustrated and confused Roman Reigns standing in the ring. So they're trying to get the sympathy for Roman Reigns. With Roman not having the advantage tonight, I'm 100% sure. I'll, I'll put money on it. Roman's winning tomorrow. I'm almost 100% sure. I'm as close to 100% sure as you can be without saying 100. Like 9.9999999 that Roman's retaining now. After what we saw tonight, I'm, I'm almost certain Roman's retaining. But with that, guys, that was Friday Night Smackdown. That's what I thought. Now it's time to hear what you guys thought of tonight's show. Remember, you can text in to 510-906-1341 or put a super chat in the YouTube chat to get your comment, question, or concern read. But first, we got to check the polls. As far as the Twitch poll does go, 75% of you liked tonight's show with 25 thinking it was just all right. As far as the Twitter poll does go, 78% liked the show. 13% thought it was just all right, and 8% did not like tonight's SmackDown. And finally, 77% on YouTube liked the show. 7% did not like it. Excuse me. And 16% thought it was just all right. As we go forward and check the text messages, person says, love your podcast, Gail from Connecticut. Thank you, Gail from Connecticut. Um, it says, who do you see challenging the Usos for the SmackDown tag titles? Well, that's an easy one. The men that are the number one contenders, the Viking Raiders. It says, with all these women WWE bringing back, are there any of them you could see having another run back in the company? Not really. No. Maybe Paige, if she's really coming back. That's about it. I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, probably just Paige. Thomas Bruce says, did you see the Mrs. Instagram that John Morrison is still working with him on Ms. and Mrs.? Did not see that, but I'll, I mean, John Morrison was on Ms. and Mrs. back in season one before he came back to WWE. He was on the show at some party Miz was throwing at his house. Ziggler was in that episode too, and I think Cardona was on it. He was still Zack Ryder at the time, but yeah, that's not anything major or newsworthy. Cool. Morrison's going to appear on Ms. and Mrs. Okay. 
Christopher says, SmackDown was pretty solid tonight. Really liked Roman and Seth promo. Also, Ric Flair is currently in St. Louis. And he's staying at my hotel. Me and my dad paid for Ric Flair's lunch as a nice gesture. Well, that's awesome. Also, which hotel is that, though? You, uh, if you if you text it back to me, I won't say it out loud so people don't know where you're staying or anything. I just want to see if it's the actual, if it's just a hotel in St. Louis or if it is um, the WWE hotel where all, their, where all their guys are staying. And this person says, what can WWE do to make Shinsuke Nakamura's IC title run better? Well, I don't know if there's anything they can do. If you feel like it's been bad, well, that's because he's been out injured for about a month or so. So, we'll see. And finally, this last one says, also, do you think at Mania, it'll be Roman versus Brock for both titles? I don't know about both titles, but I do think we get Roman versus Brock as the night two main event, the real true main event of WrestleMania. But with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. Remember, we will be live tomorrow night following the Royal Rumble, and I should have Baby Huey from In The Click with me as well, running down and discussing that entire show. Also, a little bit later tonight, I will be streaming some games over at twitch.tv forward slash Buddy. I do know I want to jump into Gas Station Simulators. They got a brand new big ol' update out for that game. And maybe, maybe we'll jump into Uncharted 4 on the PS5. I got the upgraded PS5 version that just came out today. So maybe we'll check that out and play those two games tonight. But with that, guys, have a great night. I'll see you tomorrow for the Rumble. Have a good one.